Good afternoon, passengers. This is Captain Bot 6000. Before I fly, I always consult the bones. Have a nice flight. Piloting the Pilots, the podcast. My name is Aaron. With me, as always, is my sickers bunny. Cameron, how are you doing today, honey? Just grateful for the presents you and, and yep. our son gave me. And yes. Lift. We got him so sick last week that we couldn't do an episode. Yep. Yep. We got chimed on that one. Yeah. Hold on. The, the phone goes, liar! <laughs> liar! <laughs> um, yes. Uh, yes. Sick. Yeah. Very. So, unfortunately, that means we didn't do Blood and Treasure this week. Yeah, yeah. We'll do it next week. Oh, we're going to do it. I mean... Oh, we're going to do oh, it. It's we're going to get done. do it. It's going to get done. <laughs> but, you know, I, I my throat was hurting, and mm-hmm. I just couldn't do it. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm barely hanging on right now. Exactly. So, but, but we couldn't do it this week. Why? Because... Willow released this Willow week. Willow released this week. And that was always the intention of doing Willow. Yes. And let me tell you, Willow <laughs> holds a very special place in my heart. Mine as well. I don't understand people who don't like the movie. I don't either. It's mind-blowing. <laughs> it is such a good little George Lucas yarn. Yeah. I wish that it had actually gotten sequels, but maybe I don't. Now, maybe... Maybe, Maybe I don't, the TV show is gonna, you make know, it. make it you, that yeah. you didn't need those sequels. Like I, for years, let, let's say it this way: I always wanted there to be a sequel. We now have a sequel, yeah. And we watched it the first episode today. Yeah. There's two out, um, okay. And uh, we'll talk about how that went. All right. But do you want to talk about anything else that we've watched recently? We've been watching a lot of holiday. We watched romances. a lot of holiday romances. Oh God. What was the New one Year's that I refused Eve. to, like, finish? The New Year's Eve one. Royal New Year's Eve. I refused to finish it. The one where the guy talks like this. Oh, dear. Oh, bloody good show. <laughs> I'm terribly British, but he's not. But he's not, obviously. They, obviously. And they never tell you where he's from. No, they never. Refuse. She's like, oh, you have a beautiful uh, English accent. Are you from England? He's like, not at all. Not at all. And she's like, oh, okay, <laughs> we'll drop that then, and we're never going to discuss where you're from. No, where the, he's the prince of. No. I don't like that. I like when they just make up countries. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> just yeah. make one up. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we watched uh, New Year's Eve romance? Wedding or something like that? Uh, no, it's Royal New Year's Eve. That's the one you're talking Royal about with that New dude. And then we watched uh, something with, like, an inn. Oh, that was the one with Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. That, that one was bonkers, like, in a very <laughs> low-key way. If you're a fan of establishing shots of women in, like, infinity pools pressing their butts against the glass... This is the movie for you. You're going to want to watch this movie. We loved watching that scene come up, the established Every shot. Every time. Like, Those poor women in bikinis, they must be prunes by now. <laughs> Because <laughs> you have to think of it like these women are just constantly in there constantly and not that we're just reusing the same yeah, footage exactly. over and over again. That one was crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was an amnesia story. Yes. Where he like, we, we've, had, we've gone back and forth. He on... does an overboard thing with it where he's like, well, she can cook and clean at my inn because she is staying for free. <laughs> yeah, you're like they need someone to cook and clean at this inn mm-hmm. that's like bedecked in Christmas stuff. Oh my and he, God. apparently they're like, 
struggling for money. And I'm like, well, maybe you should cut it with the Christmas decorations. <laughs> Those are expensive. And you have a horse and sleigh. What the hell, man? And it was crazy because it was this really nice, like, ranch-style yeah. place that would do really well. Oh, it would do really in well. In the winter. Yeah. But, yeah, he... He's managed to make it empty. <laughs> but they're positing, like, he's, like, the owner. Yeah. Plus, he takes people on sleigh rides. Yeah. Plus, he also makes breakfast for everybody. <laughs> they can't he, afford help, so he does all of it. And they're like, oh, no. We, so, she gets amnesia by, like, she... she a ski hit, accident. Ski accident. Yeah. And he's like, I'll take her? Yeah, he's like, well, she can stay at the inn. Until she gets back into her routine. And yeah. It's like, but you're taking her to a strange location. Why would that help her routine? <laughs> and then so he, he absconds with her. The hospital allows Yeah, the this. hospital's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, you you, you, you can take this woman who's clearly vulnerable right yeah, now. Yeah, this vulnerable woman who doesn't yeah. remember anything. He's like, she can stay at my hotel, even though we're struggling for money. Yeah. And we could probably use that room. No, no, they can't. It's empty. But it's like an empty inn, but, but yet they always, always have people there stopping by. <laughs> but crazy. remember, half of them stay for free. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and most of the people are like townies. Yeah, most of the people <laughs> who stay there are townies. So, <laughs> so then, like, she wakes up and he's like, "Oh, we need someone to wash these sheets." And he's like, "I got an idea. I got an idea." So he's like, got free labor out of Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> like, what were we saying? Like, it was one thing if it was a Snow White situation. Okay, now Snow White. We talk about Snow White situations a lot. Yes. Now I absolutely hate Cinderella because she's so incompetent no. that she has to hire Birds. wild animals yeah. to help her do her job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's incompetent. Yeah. Can't stand her. Yeah. Snow White, however. She's like only twelve. Yes. She's cast out into the middle of the woods. Where someone's trying to. Eat Where her somebody's heart. trying to eat her heart, <laughs> right? And so she finds these dwarves, and she's like, "Hey, the only thing I know how to do is cook and clean. Yeah. So I'll do that if you guys protect me and let me stay here." And, like, and I'm like, "That's a great trade-off because the only skills she has is cooking and cleaning." Yeah. Because she's been a servant all of her life. Now, if she had skills as a lumberjack, I'm sure I'm she sure would, she would have put that would, to you. She was know. not mooching. Yeah. I don't like moochers. Yeah. And Snow White was not mooching. Right. She was, you know. Cinderella uh, was just coasting by. Oh, f***ing Cinderella. I hate Cinderella. Coasting. So I hate any Cinderella type stories. Yeah. Like that Royal New Year's Eve. That's why I stopped watching it because I was like, oh, she's acting like a stupid Cinderella. I hate Cinderella. I wish you had seen the end of it, guys. Guys, Royal mm. New Year's Eve, not to switch tacks here, but <laughs> Royal New Year's Eve is about a fashion designer. <laughs> oh my God. She makes like, She a... makes the greatest prom dresses ever. <laughs> she went on the most basic, like the color. And she can loves only... her bedazzler. <laughs> the color of the dress can only be described as I put my red shirt in the wash with this white dress. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this muddy salmon and, and and when she walks in the room I was like oh my god oh my, oh my god, god oh my god oh my god <laughs> watch it great falling in falling in love I think the Lindsay Lohan went watch it great yeah. we're in the middle okay of but watching... we, let's go back to that argument regarding oh, oh, Lindsay oh, Lohan because we kind of got off on a tangent that's right. so I was saying actually since she is staying there for free she should be pulling her weight and but you brought up a good point. He shouldn't have forced her to do that. Yes. She should have volunteered that. She should that. have volunteered that. She yes. should have been like, hey, I see you guys need some extra help here. You're being so kind and giving me a place to stay. Yeah, why don't you let me help out? Why don't you let me help out? But that's not what happens. No, that's not what he, happens. She walks in the room, and then like he looks at his like secretary or whatever. And his secretary mom-in-law. Mom-in-law. And he's like, hey, I got an idea. I got an idea. And then like yeah. the next scene is like she's like, 
having to do chores. It's like, <laughs> that's not cool. That's not it. She has to volunteer. She has to volunteer it. <laughs> Otherwise, she's just a slave. He's not paying her. He's not paying her. <laughs> I mean, he's giving her a place to stay. I get that. But yeah. still, like, it just... it's, it's about helping out. Anyway, okay. I could talk about that movie for hours. Yeah. Now we are watching Lucky Christmas. What's that one? That's the one with Jesse Spano from. Is is part oh, of? Oh yeah, part you of know the that Saves one. By the Bell yes, universe. that one. That one was made back in 2011. Yes. So it it's way more interesting than all your current Christmas rom coms. Current mm-hmm. Christmas rom coms starting in about 2017, they lost their appeal. Yeah, they were just it was about quantity rather than. Well, no, no, it's not that. <laughs> they they had always some sort of weird take. You're all right. of the. Uh, uh, Christmas rom-coms from 2017 prior. Yeah. Always had a really weird take. Nowadays it's it's very boring. Yeah. And it's the same old same old. Yeah, it's like we've all <laughs> seen variations of this royal yeah. Christmas thing and it's yeah. basically the same every Exactly. Time. But this one the Lucky Christmas. Yeah. This one is about a guy who steals a car with a lotto ticket in it and she's a single mom. It's crazy. Yeah. But like it was always like I said, the rom-coms be- before 2017 always had an interesting twist to them. Yeah, yeah. Like falling in love with the gingerbread man. Uh, or, yeah. you know, the the ghost, the spirit of Christmas. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they always had something weird to them. They felt like people were trying to make something interesting. Yeah. Even if, like, the budgets didn't yeah. allow that to be fully realized. Yeah, it's it's kind of why I don't like Christmas rom-coms anymore. They're just, they're, they're not interesting. Yeah, yeah. They're well, really not. And the women are just... Pathetic. Well, that's part of the fun. I mean, I just mean, pathetic. Quite honestly. Although Jesse Spano, I mean, Elizabeth Berkeley, the guy. But I mean, like. No, she's from prior 2017. Yeah, I know. I'm saying she's, she, doing, she's doing excellent work. Yeah. I just want the, her son to be. Her character, her character's great. I like her character. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's really weird because like the love interest, as I described him, is like if she was in love <laughs> with the Daniel Stern character in Home Alone. <laughs> But he's grown on me, honestly. Yeah, he's awesome now. Yeah, he feels I... really bad about everything he's done. Like, this... oh, we didn't even describe that. He's the one who steals the car <laughs> that has the lottery ticket that he's she like, needs because he... she's a single mom who's living in someone's attic. He's a fucking while dirt working bag. three jobs. He's a dirt bag, <laughs> he's... and he's our love interest, and it's kind of great. It's kind of great. It he's really like, is. Nowhere near her league. No, he couldn't wave to her league. No, he could shoot off a flare, and her league would not see it in the great (laughs) words of miss noon if if his league were to explode she wouldn't hear the sound for three days but somehow somehow he has uh just i I don't know if it's the charm of the actor or just the lines he's actually made me have legitimate laugh out loud moments where i'm like okay i can kind of see where where she would um Exactly. Into this guy. And for more Christmas stuff, we've also watched our favorites, Duck the Halls. Duck the Halls. And and then uh, let's let's talk about our most recent Christmas endeavor. <laughs> the Snowman. The Snowman Was. The Snowman Was. That is that is the title. It was made in 1982. It has a. It starts off with a very brief, <laughs> real life, uh, shot of like an older man. And he's like. Yeah, and that was the winter where that had the greatest is, snow. And then it just stops, and it goes into cartoon That is David mode. Bowie. That, wait, that's David Bowie? Not the man, but the voiceover is David Bowie. OMG. Okay. Which is crazier, because <laughs> that's the only time he's in the yeah. whole thing. And apparently in some versions of it, that's cut out. That whole live oh my action God, really? scene is cut out. Because then it goes into animation. 
And it's like, and cool... it stays there, and it's quiet and languid, and there's nobody's talking. There's no talking. You're just you're just watching. And it. it's done like in like pastels, like what, what are... pastel watercolor yeah, type like, thing. Yeah, it's very pretty. It's very pretty. And then suddenly, about like 15 minutes in, there's this random song. <laughs> it's hilarious. And it goes on for a while. And the song is quite hauntingly beautiful. It's hauntingly. And hilarious. <laughs> the kid rolls I, his R's. I don't. Any... Oh my God, he rolls his R's constantly. It's hilarious. I love it. It's our new favorite. Like, it's Christmas our new song. favorite Christmas song. Because <laughs> it's like the song a serial killer Santa would sing. <laughs> like if one of his elves were a serial killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the song. This it is would the sing. song. Yeah. It's like and the then, last thing you would hear before he yeah. shoved like a candy cane in. Yeah. And it's really dark. Yeah. So like. The ending happens, and it's f***ing dark. Well, you say, because we tried to watch Wednesday this Wednesday week. is not dark. I don't, okay, if you are goth or emo, there's no way you like this. So I don't know who it's supposed to be directed it's the, to. It's the Hot Topic version It is so manufactured. It is disgusting. It's the commercial capitalist version of goth. It's like, how yeah. can we market this? Mm-hmm. How can we sell this style? Yeah. Where it's, but and it's, Morticia and, uh, and Gomez... Gomez have zero chemistry. Yeah, there was like, I mean, there was people who were bitching about the casting of that. Uh, like, yeah, I can see why they're bitching because they had zero chemistry. Well, like, but it was before it came out and it was more of like Louis Guzman's No Raul Julia, like in terms of looks or whatever. What? I don't think that's... A, looks have nothing to do th- with this. Th- but there was no chemistry. And the one mm-hmm. thing Gomez and Morticia have to have is, is like, chemistry. Is it like has to be... Sexual chemistry, <laughs> like... If yeah. you, they're like the <laughs> the weeping nuns of sex. Yes. If you take your eyes off them for one second, <laughs> they will be. F- yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but that's not how this felt. No. It felt very, very PG, uh, like sexual. So it was like they weren't able to really go for it. There was nothing but, really dark about that show but, at all. But the thing is, the Adams Family movies from the 90s, mm-hmm. they were PG or PG. Yeah. They would have been the same equivalent age But range. it still had that right. intensity. Yeah. Like, they, even though they never go there. Yeah. Like, it's always like, oh, those. Those, oh, those two are like fucking all the time. Boning all the time. All the time. <laughs> all the and time. You, and you wish them well. Yeah. The snowman was, is dark. Yes. That's real dark. That's real dark. <laughs> but like Wednesday, so not. I thought it was stupid. Yeah. And it, it became very kind of like, it falls into that like Harry Potter mm-hmm. um, YA thing that happened. Well, Harry Potter, I think, popularized it. Where, like, you go to a new school. Yeah. Because she tried to murder people with piranhas. So, apparently, she gets to go to school instead of jail? <laughs> yeah. What the hell? But she goes to the school, and it's like, this group is the werewolves. This group is the vampires. Oh, it was so it's lame. Like, this is I slithering. think that's where we actually stopped. That's where we stopped. Because I was like, I can't do this anymore. Well, I couldn't do it anymore. And also, the thing is, they made Wednesday magical. Yeah, suddenly she has magic powers. Like, the Adams Family were weird creeps. Yeah. They weren't <laughs> magical. No. They weren't, like, even really paranormal no. in the sense, like, the Munsters were. The Munsters yeah. were like, I'm a Yeah, the Adams Family monster. were just I'm, weird. Yeah, they were just weirdos. They were yeah. they're kind of, like, homicidal weirdos. Yeah, exactly. But, like... In a good way. But I would never really consider them... I mean, like, I guess there are some paranormal elements to them like thing yeah, and yeah. everything and cousin it yeah but it's like they weren't that though yeah it's not like morticia or gomez ever like cast spells yeah like grandma sometimes is making 
what looked like witches' brews, but it turns <laughs> out to be like just their food. Like, so it's like I don't know. It, this show didn't do no, it for me. No, I thought it was really dumb. But if you want dark? The, the snowman. snowman was. <laughs> there you go. Made in 1982 with a voiceover by David Bowie. <laughs> It has the bleakest. Just... <laughs> it has the bleakest final scene I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> like you're kind of like, oh, that was whimsical. But then, you, I mean, like, spoiler alert: the title of the the, the title gives it a it gives it away. I mean, in the, anything to do with a snowman, you can kind of you see know what's going to happen to it. And still, and still, somehow, <laughs> and I'm going to say something similar about Willow mm-hmm. to this. Still, somehow, it's affecting. Like it's like, <laughs> whoa, whoa. I mean, like I knew they were gonna go there, mm-hmm. but like I wasn't prepared when they got there. Right, exactly. <laughs> and then they hold that shot <laughs> for the entire credits. Exactly. And you're like, think on this. Our son said it was transformative. <laughs> yeah, he goes. I feel like I've upgraded. <laughs> I feel like I'm a different person now. <laughs> There is before the snowman and, and after, after the, the snowman. snowman. <laughs> it's on Amazon. The snowman was. Yeah. Voiceover David Bowie, made in 1982. <laughs> All right. Uh, but, but that's, a, well, we did watch that, but, but that's not what we're going here to talk about today. We oh, might right, as well right. get 17 minutes in. We might as well talk. Well, about I'm not going to be talking much about Willow. I don't be quite have honest. much to say, but it's not in a bad way. It's not like. Yeah. It's uh, not like unnoteworthy, like Jack Ryan or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but yeah. do you want to give us a show synopsis real quick? Yeah, sure. An unlikely group of heroes. No, it's it's They're the right likely. group. Of, it's, the, it's, it's the very likely group of heroes. We can all agree that this is the most likely this, group. This is the ultimate D&D group. <laughs> they got a tank. <laughs> they got, got a DPS. Got a they've cleric. got a rogue. They've got humor. <laughs> and they grab a sorcerer. And they the grab end. a sorcerer. This is definitely D&D. This is the this most, is most of likely groups. group of heroes. <laughs> Sets off on a dangerous quest to places far beyond their home. Really? Well, most quests are far beyond your home. My quest is to go to the CVS (laughs) down the corner, where they must face their inner demons, ooh, Ooh. and come together to save their world. Right now, over me. I just want to say the ending credit song is gold. Oh, my God. (laughs) Nothing. Nothing prepared me for that. Nothing could have prepared me from the pop punk and I was like, ooh, I was like, ooh, I really like this. And you're like, but does it fit? And I go, no, not at all. <laughs> not, at all. not criticizing the song at all. The song was quite catchy. I like the song. But it felt very much like how Marvel shows. Yeah. But like Marvel shows always have like, it kind of fits though. Like right. if it's the end of She-Hulk, the song yeah. fits She-Hulk. Right. <laughs> like it, it would be like if She-Hulk ended with like a Howard Shore score. <laughs> like it just, some things don't fit. Yeah. And this thing had like, I mean, one thing I'm going to say about it, like, they kept bringing back the Willow themes. Yeah. But they did it in a subtle way, and I think they did it tastefully, and I mm-hmm. think they did it at the right moments where yeah. it was emotionally impactful to bring right. back the little... Yeah. If you, well, we'll get into Willow in a minute. Yeah. But <laughs> but this song was like, one, two, three, four, <laughs> we're here together. It was awesome. It's like, whoa, okay. <laughs> uh, this is starring... Uh, oh, I left myself a note. Okay. I said, I am compiling this month in advance. July, actually. All right. Uh, therefore, I am only including casts that are in eight episodes and have a character name. Okay. Uh, I know there are more famous actors here in all eight, but no character name. 
All right. So if you don't have a character name... <laughs> They're I'm coming gonna... as they are. These people literally are in this world. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Get a better agent or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and, like, at one point you said there was an actor and you were like, oh, his voice sounds familiar. I think he's from right. Dragon Age. And so I went to IMDb to look him up. And, like, I got spoiled for, like, kind of the big reveal at right. the end of this episode. <laughs> and a couple other things that are coming up. I bet. So, so I'm kind of a little disappointed in that. Do we ever see Mad Morgan? Yes? No? Yes? No, I can't yes, tell you. No, I have yes, to, okay, no, I'm going to say yes. this about, I'm going to say this about Mad Morgan. Hmm. We learn in this show that Mad Morgan... He abandoned his children. Abandoned his kids. So, but what's one of the things I like about the show, they're setting a lot of mysteries up. Yeah. Because, like... I thought they were going to be like, okay, in IRL, mm-hmm. Val Kilmer has gone through a lot of health issues. Yeah. He has a tracheotomy at this point, mm-hmm. so he can't speak without help. Right. So I figured they were going to just say Mad Mardigan was dead. Yeah. Um, however, mm. <laughs> and I was like, they're going to give him some heroic off-screen thing. No, that that's happened. not what happened. So, <clears throat> and I, so, but so nothing could have prepared me. No. Mad Mordigan is, is, was an awakening for me as a young child. It's yeah. like a very cool, roguish. Like, yeah. I think he's one of the best. Oh, yeah. He's the Han Solo of fantasy yes. stuff. Yes. He's perfect. Excellent. And nothing could have prepared me for when the character said, he left us. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, no. My world shattered. This is shattering. Yeah. Now, what I have learned... I can't give you an answer okay. about Mad Mordigan, okay. although I do have an answer. Okay. Um, so Why? Why aren't you going to tell me? But I will say that they wanted Val to come back. Okay. They asked Val to come back, and Val apparently said, I would want nothing more in the world when Aww. they come back. However, when they started filming, it was the height of COVID, and yeah. he's already having his health issues, oh, no. and he could not participate in the show. So they're going to have him come back heroically. So I think it's going to be like a flashbacky thing. Maybe he dies, but like they're going to like hmm. have some closure with it. I don't know. I don't know. That's total speculation on my part. We've only watched one episode. We got That's a whole true. season to watch. Okay. So I, I don't think it's the last we've heard of Mad Mardigan, mm. but I it's not going to be Val. Aww. So we'll have to see how that that goes. But I like Val Kilmer. I do too. But we have Joanne <laughs> Wally because... Yeah. His real life ex-wife. She's awesome. And, uh, you know, if you've watched the documentary Val, which I recommend also on Amazon, <laughs> uh, it, you know, they had a, you know, they divorced, but it, like there's real affection between them still, okay. so, which is nice. Anyway, this show is starring Warwick Davis as Willow Upgood. He was in Leprechaun 4 in space. And well, he wasn't really starring in this episode. He comes in at the the end. The very end. I mean, well, I, I keep wanting to jump into talking so about this. Jog on. It's a jog on. Uh, and he's in <laughs> the Tenth Kingdom, the greatest yes. TV uh, miniseries movie ever, 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 ever. Aaron Kellyman as Jade. She was in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Dude, and do you Solo. think she's Irish? Pro- I think she's probably... <laughs> With a name I, like Erin Kellyman. Erin <laughs> Kellyman. I, I think she's Irish. I mean, she is like Disney's It Girl, or Lucasfilm's It Girl, yeah. or whatever, because they love yeah. using her. She's really cool. Because she's just so cool looking. Yeah, she's got an interesting... Uh, All those freckles are glorious. Yeah. I mean, come on. We you have... know how I feel about gingers. <laughs> oh, this is... Well, I can't say. Okay, I've got Ellie Bamber as Dove. 
Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, she was in The Nutcracker and The Four Realms and Les Miserables. And we have Ruby Cruz as Kit. She was in Castle Rock and The Lost Boys, which was an unproduced TV show. What? There was a TV show about The Lost Boys that never got made. What? God, what is going on? You know, we keep getting all these garbage shows out here. <laughs> well, we could have had The Lost Boys. Man. Uh, this was released November 30th, 2022. The number one song was Antihero by Taylor Swift. And the number one movie is Black Panther colon Wakanda Forever. Oh, right. That's out now. Yep. That's out now. What was your predictions for Willow? Is it about Oh, cats? I thought you were about to say for Wakanda Forever. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't really know much about it, but uh, I can speculate. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that they like um, had to digitally remove Namor's bulge? It was, was it too big? It was too big. It was too big. Now, he's saying now that they didn't. But what? there are some pretty convincing side-by-side pictures. I must see this bulge. <laughs> well, I'll show you. I'll show you after after the <laughs> podcast. Thank you. <laughs> or maybe just get your reaction on on, on the, the podcast. Pod- Damn. <laughs> All right. What was your prediction for Willow? Oh. About douchebag. <laughs> douchebags will be doing douchebags will be doing douchebaggy things. No. I said, I hope it's still as cute and full of hope like the original, like Star Wars was originally supposed to be. Right. That's nice. I like that. Because, you know, they're both George Lucas ideas, and he was always... he goes... He he, was always about cute and hope. Yeah, and he's about metaphor. Yeah. I think George Lucas has always been a very good fable... Weird, because this movie just came out. Like a a fable teller, teller of fables. And it's like... Star Wars is for kids, but yeah. it's also a way of teaching kids about fascism. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. It, it's a way of instructive storytelling mm-hmm. through fantasy. Yeah, and Willow was the same way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I was I was hoping it would it would keep that whimsy. Yeah, and and symbolism and um, you know bigger stories. Yeah, and I one thing I liked about it too is it does feel very made for twenty twenty two audiences. Yeah, yeah, it does. Which is important. I think it's mm-hmm. you know staying current in that yeah. sense. Anyway, uh, my uh, haiku was unsweetened brownies <laughs> make work for fun fantasy. Warwick is magic. Well, I still haven't seen any brownies. Well, I have. I'm sure they show that. up, but I, have I haven't seen a brownie yet. Yes. Do we get the Overridge brownies? Do they come back? Do I do you want me to spoil anything for you? No, I guess not. I'll watch it. Okay, but in the meantime, guys, I was sick this week, so <laughs> quiz time. <laughs> you know what that means? I actually did want to do something too. Maybe I'll do it sometime. Just okay. Somewhere. Well, I wanted to, like, take all the fantasy creatures from Willow and yeah. find out, like, their actual... Well, like, brownies are a real thing. I think we've got... They're kobolds, really. Yeah, aren't they kobolds? Yeah, yeah, I think we've done some. But I wondered if, like, any of the other... Death wolves? Death wolves. That's another thing I liked about this, mm-hmm. because General Kale yeah. is apparently a bone... Bone reaver. Reaver. Yeah. Which... Which is a thing, apparently, a group of bone reavers. Like, I don't know if this was... Always established in supplemental mm-hmm. material right. or whatever, but it's obviously not something they they never call him General Kale, the bone yeah. So it's cool to be like, what I liked about this show is it opened up the world kind, a bit. Yeah, it's kind of like how like Clone Wars mm-hmm. and Rebels helped open up the prequels. Yeah, like there's so much from nothing really gets too much attention in mm-hmm. the prequels, but there's enough little things that you can like. Yeah. 
and what is that? And you can kind of open yeah, it up a little bit. Yeah, you can explore different avenues. Yeah, you can go down different different avenues. So now it's like, okay, so now when I rewatch Willow, I mm-hmm. can be like, oh, he's from this weird tribe thing. Yeah. Uh, or whatever. Uh, but yeah, let me get this quiz up for you guys. Oh, yay, a quiz, guys. Uh, oh, a... <laughs> I would like to say most of our women were 100% manly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> most of our women listeners, when taking that quiz, were 100% manly. <laughs> Makes you wonder men, what that quiz was really about. Men, not so much. It's weird. Men, not so much. Uh, okay. So I got <laughs> Women a, are the ultimate douchebags. <laughs> I had to, but this is from BuzzFeed, so I feel like it's a little bit more legit. Okay. Uh, Ooh, which mythical creature are you? Oh, hell yeah. Yes. So okay. first we need to pick a... It's a, a grid of nine here, and we have to pick a combination of the elements. It could either be wind and fire... Fire and sky, sea and wind, earth and fire, earth, wind and fire, <laughs> sea and fire, earth and sky. Yeah, I think they get it. Just and... just pick your thing. I'm yeah. going to go earth and fire. Uh, you go earth and fire. Oh, hell yeah. I'm going to go sea and wind. Oh. What is a hero to you? An obstacle. <laughs> An obstacle, a wizard, the pure-hearted dinner. Uh, no, um, that's a G-Y-R-O. <laughs> uh, go, uh, <laughs> yeah, you got that. Yeah, <laughs> got that one. Got that dad joke. Look, Boom. look, guys. A <laughs> uh, go getter, a believer, a tree hugger, <laughs> a nuisance, a strong person. Well, I'm gonna go with a strong person because it doesn't matter whether it's physical prowess or brain power. But, it's, the, well, but what about like someone? It's like, a strength of character. Is that's that a, what that's saying? It's str- or is that just mean a physically strong person? Oh. See, I would say a pure heart. It has to be a pure hearted, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. I mean, it could okay. be an obstacle for you. <laughs> pick a sky. There's just pictures of pretty pictures skies. Of sky. It's weird that you pick a sky and then the banner behind that is a mermaid. But yeah. <laughs> whatever. Uh, pretty skies. Um, just pick a sky, babe. Yeah, I'm not going to describe them. They, for you. they take our quizzes, too. Yeah, I know. Our listeners do. take our quizzes. What do you look for in a significant other? Hmm. Quick wit. Oh, that's me. Boom. Quick wit. You got you. Well, you did get the hero joke. Uh, tenacity. Strong swimming skills. Oh, yes. That was number one. Check. I threw you I, pool. <laughs> Yeah, we both threw each other in the like, pool at the same time. We oh, were like, are you a strong swimmer? Uh, all right, all right. Longevity. <laughs> you need to live forever if you want to be with me. <laughs> I, only go, I only date vampires. <laughs> A sense of adventure, mm. optimism, mm-hmm. level-headedness, mm-hmm. money, lame, playfulness. Well, I like playfulness. I like playfulness as well. I don't like your tenacity. I like your tenacity. I like your longevity. <laughs> <laughs> you do not have optimism. I can start crossing things out. What are you out. talking about? I'm optimistic. Are you? Am I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're all going to die. We didn't get together when we either of us had money, so that would no. not be right. <laughs> no. I'm going to say playfulness. That's what I'm going with. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Pick your favorite food in the Swamp of Sorrows. Uh, we have a fruit, ice cream, salad, steak, fried calamari, pizza, That's pad very thai. specific. Fried calamari? <laughs> yeah, that is weird. Oddly specific. <laughs> I guess if you really like pad, uh, <laughs> a pad thai, a fried calamari, that's a thing. Pad thai. Ramen hamburger. I'm going pad thai. I really like ramen. Oh, there you go. Okay. Describe yourself in one word. <laughs> Hungry. All the time. Well, now. <laughs> uh, carefree. Mysterious. Persistent. Irritable. I am irritable. Aloof, evasive. Bubbly. Flexible. I'm irritable. Uh, 
Out of all of those, that describes me the most. Yeah, I'm trying to think which one. Like, I would like to... I would like to describe myself as carefree, but that is not, That is far not, from the truth. I'm not aloof. <laughs> I'm mildly flexible. Am I bubbly? No. Am I mysterious? <laughs> Ooh. Is this hunger, I feel? Is this hunger or mystery? Am I irritable? Is that the closest? Or am I persistent? Uh, I don't no, think I'm you're not persistent. I quit right you're, away. You're none of the above. I don't think so. Because you're not evasive. Yeah, and I wouldn't say I'm necessarily irritable either. I'm irritable, and so uh, you're hungry. <laughs> I'll go hungry. Pick a place to live. Uh, we got like some uh, little cool cabins in Fiji. We got a tree house. I ain't living in a cave. A coliseum. I'll live in a coliseum. Okay. Uh, a haunted forest where vampires live. Looks like that. Petra? Petra. Little Petra? Yeah. Uh, we got a cave that overlooks some spiky mountains. We got a dark forest. We got a stormy, rickety rowboat. Why would I live there? And like a cairn or <laughs> <laughs> something. A barrow. That uh, tree house is cool. Yeah. Ooh, I could be Baba Yaga. Put that thing on chicken legs. You would love being right? a Baba. <laughs> if you could be a Baba Yaga, that would just be ideal. That for would you. be ideal. Yeah, that's my ideal situation. Um, I'm going with the Coliseum. I'm gonna go with these like this barrow. Oh fuck yeah! What? I Ooh. got I got mine. I got mine, which might be interesting for you. Go ahead. <clears throat> I am an elf. <laughs> you beautiful aloof creature. <laughs> You specifically said you weren't a leaf. I said I'm irritable. Yeah. You're one of the most revered and honored creatures in the fantasy wow. world. Well, that's wow, probably that's, true. Yeah. But you're also very hard to pin down. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> All right. You're an interesting mix of empathetic politician and pragmatic dreamer. You believe in the power of justice, but you also believe in the power of protecting yourself. You're always willing to lend a hand, but not to the point where it will negatively affect you. <laughs> okay, so I'm very much wishy-washy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that, is that it? That's Did it. that describe an elf? Yeah, oh, you're like... You're, I'm, I'm the Lord of the Rings elf. You're a Lord of the Rings elf. See, I was thinking of Santa elf. I'm <laughs> that too. Okay. I got... Oh, no. What'd you get? What'd you get? What'd you get? You're going to love this. Oh, am I? Am I going to, like, ravish your body right after? <laughs> it might be... Vice versa. Did you get werewolf? I got kraken. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of porn you like? <laughs> Tentacle porn. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, I am a thing of legend. Yes, you are. Wow. And there's a lot of debate surrounding just how you use your immense size and power. Oh. For good or evil. Mm. You're temperamental and need lots of alone time. Hmm. But your lone wolfing might lead people to misunderstand you. Uh-oh. One... Th- would you describe a squid as a wolf? No. Okay. I would describe it as a squid. One thing is for sure, when it comes to conflict, no one wants to go tentacle to tentacle with you. That was for the tentacle <laughs> to testicle. Um, does that sound accurate? No, not at all. You want to swap? Yeah. You think you're more kraken? I'm definitely more kraken. Yeah. You're definitely more elf. I think I am more yeah. elfy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Cool. That solved nothing. I don't. I don't think that was a good quiz. I don't think it was a good quiz. No. But what I did think was good. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. Was Willow. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I give it a solid seven. Seven. Out, so. Okay. Well. I'm not like thrilled in love with it. Okay. But I like it, so I'll keep watching it. Right. Okay. Yeah. I. I would say that for yeah. sure. Here's what I would say. 
If this is a 7 out of 10, mm-hmm. what would you give Willow the movie? 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Yeah. So what what makes this not as good for you? As... Predictable humor. Yes. There was, okay, <laughs> there was times where I was totally... Ahead of the joke. Ahead of the joke. Yeah. However, the thing is, in one time it was a joke that it was straight lifted from Young Guns 2, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Because like, it killed me. Okay, and yep. I'll tell you the joke. They're, they're being chased by the Bone Reavers, mm-hmm. and uh, what's his name? Borman. Uh, he's like this... He's this weird kind of roguish guy. Mm-hmm. He's a rogue. And he's you know, riding towards these cliffs, and there's, like, water below. And he starts saying this word in whatever language he speaks. And the horse jumps off. Yeah. And at the end, they said, what was that you were saying to it? And he said, it means it's stop. stop. Mm-hmm. And that's straight from Young Guns 2 mm-hmm. when <laughs> Christian Slater and Lou Diamond Phil are on their horse. And Lou Diamond starts saying, I say, I say. Yeah. They jump off a, or, or yeah. do something like that. And he's like, what does that mean? What does that mean? That and he's like, it's an ancient Navajo word. It means stop. Yeah. It, but it killed me because I was like, I know that line yeah. from somewhere. So <laughs> it was like literally like copy and pasted on here. Yeah. That being said, I don't know that the writers of Young Guns 2 are really going to be too <laughs> concerned. And it, again, it's written for 2022 crowd. Yeah. 2022 crowd might prob- not have seen Young Guns probably 2. Probably has not you seen. You know, most people have not seen Young Guns 2. <laughs> not, there's not as many people as me who readily have in their mental Rolodex the quotes from Young Guns 2. <laughs> the sequel, not even the first. They're both fantastic movies. <laughs> They're great, great movies. So, <laughs> so yeah, but there is, there's mm-hmm. that bits of it. I think it is a bit predictable. However, I did say something about that in the sense that, like, here's what I was going to say about in terms of, like, the snowman mm-hmm. was. You know how that story's going to end. Yeah. Yeah. But yet, it's still satisfying mm-hmm. in a bleak sense. Yeah. Like, when it gets there. Yeah. It's, so, And I felt like this show was kind of like that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't reinventing the wheel or anything No, it didn't like have that. to, and I'm glad it didn't. I, and I'm glad it maintained its willowness. Yes. It's kind of kid-friendly, but edges a little bit into the darkness. Right. So it's not like... I could show it to my 10-year-old son. Mm-hmm. I think he'd enjoy it, but I also think he'd get scared. Yes. But I don't think he'd be scared to the point where he's going to piss his pants. Right yeah, right. exactly. You know, Definitely not. It's, it's like that kind of step into horror that kids need. Right. Uh, well, you, you can't just jump right into, like, straight crazy horror. Exactly. You know, I can't sit him and watch The Babadook. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But, like, this is he's kind of at the age. Mm-hmm. It's a young adult, kind of almost middle grade yeah. uh, area where you can be scary. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. It's predictable because we're also adults. Yeah, that's We've true. We've seen these tropes before. Yes. But I think it did it really well. Sure. Okay. Yes. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. <laughs> good, good input. Um, the 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 show itself starts off with a book being opened, as and, as the best fantasies do. As the best fantasies, and presumably written by Willow and named after himself. Well, yeah. If I'm if like I'm writing a story book? about myself, I'm gonna call it Aaron. Is that like <laughs> is that like uh, Frodo and uh, and Bilbo naming it like the Red Book of like the right. West Marshall? He's like he's like. No, this is about me. This is about me. Well, at least he didn't name it Nelwyn, yeah. like Bilbo does. The yeah. Hobbit. Yeah, I think that's true. You know? Like, I wrote a book I, called I, The Human. The Human. 
<laughs> what does that even mean? What does that even mean? What are, you, what are you doing? He, he was spread like too much butter over. <laughs> no, too little butter too over much too butter, much bread. Too much butter over too little bread. The Cameron Cameron story. Gross. He was super greasy. <laughs> he melted everywhere. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, but apparently Val Kilmer, like I did say, Val wanted to come back, mm-hmm. but that didn't work out, which is sad. Yeah. I can't imagine, though, they're going to give Mad Mordigan that kind of a send-off without explaining it at some point. Yeah, it better be explained real well. See, because, like, <laughs> one thing the show, I think, does very well. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest with you. When I first met the principal cast, mm-hmm. I liked Kit and I liked Jade mm-hmm. pretty much right away. Okay. Um, Eric... I, I had to let them grow on me. Oh, really? See, mm. Eric was the one I had to grow on me. Oh, ugh. he really had to grow on me. Because they 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 introduce him as this kind of philander. Slut, man slut. Man slutty. Who doesn't own his sexuality. He just uses people. See, there's a difference. Yeah, he's very... Like, yeah, he's, there's a difference between characters like Amy Wong and Isabella versus Eric. Because yeah. he's he just sluts around... Leaving, leaving carnage in his way. And he lies and manipulates to, to, to get, get that. To get what yeah. he wants. But I think they've set him up, and I guess this is what I'm saying. They've set them all up to have their own individual story arcs. Yeah. So clearly, where he is now, yeah. even by the end of the episode, you feel. Yeah. I like him a lot more. I liked him mm-hmm. a lot more. One of the things I liked about the show is. I'm kind of glad they didn't start with Willow. Yeah, yeah. We already like Willow. Yeah, we already like Willow. We needed time with these other characters <laughs> mm-hmm. to kind of be introduced to Well, them. now I immediately liked Borman. You, yeah, you had the hots for Borman. For sure. <laughs> for sure. I really liked Graydon. Uh, I, I don't know the actor's name. He's in a lot of stuff, though. Yeah. He's uh, uh, Flash Thompson yeah. in the new Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's kind of this... Uh, uh, There's something foppish. really interesting about that man. Yeah, he's he has a really unique story that I'm I'm looking forward to learning. Yeah, well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, there's so many little mysteries that yeah. are being seeded in this first episode mm-hmm. that I'm like, this show can go in so many different directions. Yeah. Everybody seems to have their own kind of trajectory of yeah. what's going to happen. Like, yeah, you think at first he's just kind of your your normal kind of boring prince yeah. type of dude. Mm-hmm. But like then in that fighting scene, it, he, his shirt's off, as as a lot of these people <laughs> like to do. It seems to be a trend. It, it's it's he, a trend. Was, Take off your shirt so we can see your scars. It, 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 <laughs> this is how it transitions us out of Toxic Masculinity Month. Yeah. We, had a, we had a shirtless dude <laughs> with scars on his chest. Yes, and so this one you see that his, his chest is like scarred with burns. Yeah. They're definitely burn scars. Yeah. And uh, and he doesn't like to be touched. And he, he doesn't like to be touched. So it's like, what's going on with this guy? Yeah, I want to know his story. He he does seem very interesting. Yeah, and then in the meantime, you have Jade, mm-hmm. who has been chosen to be the first female knight. Yeah. Uh, but she's also the lover of Kit. Yep. Kit is mm-hmm. betrothed to be married to Graydon. Yeah. Uh, you have um, Dove, yeah. who is like a uh, serving girl. Yeah, who is being used by but Eric. Eric, and she mm-hmm. feels so in love with him that she, when he gets, like a spoiler, he gets kidnapped yeah. uh, halfway through the show. She wants to go on this quest to rescue him. She mm-hmm. feels so attached to him, but like he is clearly like not, not there. No. Because <laughs> like, there is that cute scene. There was a callback to Willow where... Yeah. where 
like I'm always careful or something like yeah. that, or relatively so. And then she's like, let our love be, be the strength that guides you. Right. Yeah, definitely. I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like those kind of things. Right. I, I thought it was cute. Um, you you and, like him being uh, using her is what you're saying. Yes, that's exactly. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. You, uh-huh. you, you, I got you it in one. My, I nailed it. My sentence <laughs> perfectly. No, Here's but, me instantly turning you into a douchebag. But I feel like those are all things that are in Willow. Yeah. There mm-hmm. is that sense of like sexism. I and, do really like Kit and Eric as a... a a, t- a combination yeah. of Sorsha and Mad Mortigan. I think the cast. I was think quite they did good. really good with that. Like as soon as I saw Kit, and she mm-hmm. like the way she was delivering her dialogue. Yeah. And or just you even, just knew she was Mad Mortigan's daughter. Exactly. Just yeah. the way she you stood. The way she stood. Yeah. Like the, her her whole physical presence was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's clearly. Yep. Because they weren't calling her a Laura Dan, and so yeah. I'm like. So it's not Alora, but I'm like, but that's definitely his kid. Yes, you definitely. Know? It's weird, too, because Willow at the end says, you remind me so much of your mother. I'm like, no, no, no. He no. reminds me of... Mad Mortigan. Mad Mortigan. Yeah. And, and Eric, mm-hmm. face structurally, looks a lot like Joanne Wally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they look like they could be their kids. Like, it's like yeah. well cast or well acted, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I, like And again, like at first, my, my kind of complaint was like, I need more Willow in this. Yeah. But like I said, I'm kind of glad they took their time with it. At this point, I know who all these characters are. I already know who Willow is. Yeah. I don't need to be reintroduced to him. He doesn't need another character arc. He's already there. Yeah, he's he's at where he's at. Yeah. Like, I'm sure he'll do something, but he's really going to be the facilitator of this whole thing. Yeah. I don't think he's got much of, like, a arc. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, and, like, uh, another thing about Graydon, like, I love that there's a scene where uh, she's talking to Jade. And, and this is another little kind of mystery that kind right. of comes up. She's like, oh, he has a brother. Jade's like, he had a brother. And she's like, had a brother. He fell out of a tree. Of a tree and now so now I have, I have to marry, marry this one. one. Yeah. Which is, which is funny, but it's also like. Wait, did you push him out of the tree like, did, so you wouldn't have to marry him? Was he murdered? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> did you murder him? I think what I also like about this. Well, what, this is what I'm going to say. I like this show. Mm-hmm. But as well documented on this podcast, I'm not a big Game of Thrones fan. Yeah. So I think maybe if you're a Game of Thrones fan of, This is probably too lightweight for you. I don't think this might work for you. Yeah. Um, like, just just throwing that out there. But, like, I mean, like, the, the thing with it is, and I, 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 I kind of was trying to, like, think of a way of saying this, is, like, the Beach Boys <laughs> and Motorhead right. are both rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't make one better than the other. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, and this would be more, I think, on the Beach Boys side of rock. Yeah. Whereas, like, how, you know, yeah. House of Dragon or whatever that shit's called is more motorized. It doesn't make one worse or better. Right. So I like it. I think quality wise, I think it's mm-hmm. as good as those. Yeah. You know. And, you know, if you have anything that triggers you, you're safe. Yeah. And this is like, and this is also like a safe again, mm-hmm. not just a transition. So to it's horror, a safe it's a fantasy. Transition to yeah. fantasy, yeah. where I feel like a lot of fantasy should be geared towards kids. It doesn't yeah. all have to be, no. certainly. But I mean, like, magic should be geared towards kids. I think so because yeah. you're more prone as a child to to believe in it, to believe in it, and yeah. to be swept up in it. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, when you're an adult, you're cynical, and you, yeah. you know, it's like so. Then the fantasy has to become cynical to be appealing. Yeah, yeah, and. I feel like this show will ultimately end on an optimistic note. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, it will. Because Willow's it will. always about hope. Like, yeah, always. it's going to be about hope. It's not yeah. going to end 
in a nihilistic way. No, and it should not. It should not go dark. Even, like, even if Willow were to die, which he won't because he's the titular character, <laughs> it would still make it in such a way that mm-hmm. it's like with hope and joy and we can, yeah. e- even if we're down now, we're going to be okay. Yeah, exactly. I, I like the bad guys. Those, the Gales. Oh, the Gales. Yeah, those are cool. I really like that one dude's uh, baton. Uh, yeah. What? Teleportation Staff. skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. It was very clear. It was very cool. <laughs> it was very cool. And I should say, again, with these mysteries, Borman, we don't know what his deal is. Yeah, we don't. But we get, like, hints of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he owes something to Mad Mardigan. I think he owns some kind of life debt. Yeah. But he's also, like, a criminal. Yeah. And I, he likes to jerk off into hats. Into hats, apparently? That's um, what I got from that scene. Is that what you got from that scene? He likes rubbing velvet on his nether regions, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, there's a lot of good lines. I'm not going to go into all the lines I liked. Uh, I-, I laughed quite a few times. Yeah, I did too. Um, I love this, so jog on. Uh, yeah. That was one of my favorite <laughs> lines. Uh, <laughs> quite honestly, that's all I really have that's to say. Have without to say, without yeah. giving too much away, mm-hmm. I don't want to give away like any big reveals or anything right. like that. Some of the mysteries that are posed are answered by the yeah. end of this episode. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to necessarily spoil that. For exactly. Someone, like I did when I looked at the IMDb. And you're like, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, that's a name. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so um, what would you want to hear what other people have to say? Yeah, about sure, it so sure. Far? Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, I have not seen. Well, surprisingly, in the fact that. I threw this together. I'm sick, and I threw this together right before I watched it. So I didn't look at too many reviews. Mm -hmm. But I didn't see, of the ones I saw, I didn't see anything accusing you of being woke. But they're lesbians. But they're lesbians, or bi, or whatever. And and there's different races. There's different races. Now, the one thing, now maybe this is the dog whistle racism thing. Okay. One of the the big complaints, and it comes in actually in the, it's not a complaint, but like someone refuting it. Is a lot of people were complaining about the American English being spoken rather than British English. Uh, I'm so sick and tired of fantasy being British all the time. But why does it? Everybody can own fantasy and magic. It can be whatever the f you want it to be. Is it here? And Willow was originally American English anyway. Well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, the the good review that I got, the 10 star review. Uh, points out that Mad Mardigan had an American yeah. accent. Yeah. He, he wasn't doing a British accent. No. And why are fantasies have to be British? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They like, don't have to be. This is stupid. I think the idea that only certain races mm-hmm. or certain accents or mm-hmm. certain whatever in fantasy is ridiculous. Oh, that's so dumb. It's even, fantasy. It's quite literal fantasy. Well, this goes back to the whole Ariel being black. Yeah. Uh, argument. Oh, well. Oh, there can't be a black mermaid. Oh, go fuck yourself. There's no such thing as mermaids unless you want to go a manatee. Go, go, go f*** that manatee. I mean, come on, because yeah. that's what mermaids were anyway. Exactly. There's nothing. Horny sailors fucking manatees. <laughs> that's what it was. So, who cares if she's black? Oh, let me get this one. Oh, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> she's a siren calling me overboard. <laughs> oh, with her whiskers. <laughs> but um. She's so large. But yeah, it's silly. When More you, woman to love. <laughs> when you, especially, like, that's why I think it, the accent thing might be, like, a weird dog whistly thing. Okay. But also, it's like, if you look at just, like, England, mm-hmm. like, British English. Yeah. There's a Yorkshire accent. There's a yeah. southern, you know, yeah. a northern English accent. Oh, so there are, like, 15 different accents I mean, in like, if you're looking alone. at the United, United Kingdom, which is only, I think, 10 miles wide. <laughs> it's pretty small. I mean, you got Scottish, Wales. Right. 
Ireland's right across the the, the river. <laughs> and then it just in England, there's like multiple different yeah. dialects. Yeah. So why can't this world, there's a whole earth or yeah. whatever you want to call it. Thetis. Middle, Middle earth. earth. Whatever. <laughs> whatever they call it in this world. Why wouldn't they have different races and different accents <sighs> and different whatever? It's ridiculous. It's, so, it's like it's like Star Wars too. It's like yeah. there's too many black people. It's like... What? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? This is an entire galaxy. There's an infinite... (laughs) The fact that there's as many humans is what's weird. Yeah, that's weird. That we've taken over the galaxy. Like, there's like a... There's a Carl Sagan quote. Yeah. That... I think it it was like on The Tonight Show or something like that. And it was right after he had seen Star Wars. The very first? The very first one. It was like 1977, whatever. And he was on... uh, He's like, why are there so many humans in the galaxy? That's what he said. He's like... The specific things that had to go into human evolution Mm -hmm. is so astronomical Mm -hmm. that to think that the galaxy is populated with other humans (laughs) is crazy. And then, like, people, and and then he also had a problem with the fact that there was not just humans, but too many white humans. Well, poor Carl Sagan, dude. It's a fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean... Nobody says Star Wars is science fiction. Yeah. No, I mean, like, yeah. Well, that, I guess... But that's like, my thing. If it's... This is fake. Yeah. This is fake. It can be whatever want. the hell you want it to be. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I don't understand people who are, are racist or sexist yeah. or mm-hmm. whateverist about... <laughs> fantasy TV shows. Yeah, exactly. Like... Exactly. I mean, like, you really are just calling yourself out. Yeah, you really are. You know? Yeah. So, uh, but here's a bad review. This is from Just In Case. Uh, Strangely bad, bland, YA fantasy comedy. But, like, again, what is Willow? Willow is a YA fantasy comedy. Who do you think it was for? Yeah, it wasn't what? made for, like, it wasn't made. Or, yeah, exactly. 50-year-olds. <laughs> it was made for kids. My like, parents weren't like, woohoo, Willow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was made for children yeah. or, or uh, tweens or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it's a YA show. Yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. Uh, I won't lie. Oh, thank oh, God. Oh, good. Thank God. I really wanted your honest opinion. Willow is one of my favorite films of all time. Okay. Uh, it could be called a children's fantasy made by adults for adults. I no, call no, it it's not. It's a children's it's not that fantasy up. made by adults for children. For children, yeah. George Lucas made everything for children. <laughs> they should make a fantasy for children made by children for adults. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how dark that turns out. <laughs> that would be crazy. It would be just bonkers. <laughs> the acting, music, and story are superb. This is the opposite of any of that. It's so strange to watch. It's like one of those generic spot filler YA fantasy movies that's just a vehicle for some Disney star. But even in that context, the writing, pacing, and action are so bland. Like Twilight Bland. Well, now you're stepping on okay, my territory. Okay, okay. Now you're entering. You're crossing a line. <laughs> and you better come prepared with your fists. If you don't like Twilight, you're not entering it with the right <laughs> mindset. You've you got to be in a certain mood to watch Twilight. Uh, and enjoy it. You, you just have, enjoy it. You, it just has to wash over <laughs> you like ambient room tone. Like Enya. <laughs> like Enya. <laughs> if nothing else, they went super cheap on the writing. It's like, it, I mean, like, that's kind of a little bit of our complaint there. Yeah, yeah. Like, when you lifted literally Young Guns 2 yeah. for Lion Dog. I mean, it works in yeah. the show, yeah. but it is also, like, you stole it's that. from Young Guns too. It's from Young Guns too, guys. You thought you were gonna slip that past me? Oh, and also, oh, f- 
No, you didn't slip that past me. I got it. Another thing about Graydon is he can also speak this very ancient, like evil language. Yes. Very weird. Very weird. That dude's interesting. He's very cool. He's very interesting. And, he, and he's also been set up as, like she said, I, I love the part where like they're all volunteering to go on this this quest. Yeah. And uh, his dad doesn't want to be, I guess, humiliated. Or yeah. Because he's like, because, like, her lesbian lover's going. Yeah. <laughs> and so she's, he's like, well, he's going, too. Yeah. And he's like, no, I don't want to go. No, he's I don't like, want to go. <laughs> he's like, do you want her to die? And he's like, well, it wouldn't be ideal, but. You know, I, I, I could live with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It is funny. Um, <laughs> if nothing else, they want Super 2 on the writing. It's like an intern chain to a desk wrote this in 20 minutes. And the cast are just collecting paychecks. That's some really good writing in 20 minutes. Uh, man, if I could write that well in 20 minutes? <laughs> good Lord. Really disappointed that Disney would take an IP like Willow and dump out schedule filler trash like this. Now, here's the thing, though. Here's well, at least that one wasn't about sexism or racism well, yes, yeah, or homosexuality. Take... Well, and I liked it, too, because he was an actual fan of yeah. Willow. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I felt that was worth bringing up. Yeah. I'm not saying his his criticism aren't necessarily valid. I mean, we certainly yeah. said so with the some of the writing. Mm-hmm. I think it's better than what is being yeah. said here. I, you know, the, but this last line he says, you're really disappointed that Disney would take an IP like Willow. And I'm like, was anyone doing anything with no. Willow? No. Willow was a flop when it came yeah. out. The only people who were like Willow are like crazy ass mother effers like us. Like us. Who like, who meet <laughs> later in life and like, you know of this You movie, know of Willow? Willow? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, and we all band together in this yeah, little yeah. tribe. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, I, I, so I can't really be like, well, they're like ruining this IP. It's like, yeah. well, they weren't doing anything. Yeah. And the thing with the Willow IP, such as it is, is, okay, what I learned in the, the little bit of research I did before and a little bit during watching this is that the movie Solo is what brought it about. Okay. Because Ron Howard directed Willow. Yeah. And Ron Howard was brought in as the um, director. The final director for Solo. For Solo. Mm-hmm. And the writer of Solo is the writer of this. Okay. And he, and it was Lawrence Kasdan, and like his father wrote, you know, it's all ancestral mm-hmm. Lucasfilm yes. film. And um, he said to Ron Howard, he's like, you know, I've always loved Willow. Mm-hmm. Like, just like common, you do. Like, you, like, if I met fucking Ron Howard, I'd be, I'd be like, like, dude, I love Willow. I love Willow. If I met fucking Val Kilmer, I'd be like, man, dude, Morgan I love Willow. Is amazing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I love Warwick Davis yeah. because of Willow. And I love your cameos on Psych. I, yes. <laughs> and I quote Willow more than I yes. should. Oh, yes. Gaia. <laughs> I know. We love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I love Willow. Willow. And so yeah. they had this conversation, and then they were like, okay, well, maybe we could do something with that. Mm-hmm. So they went to Kathleen Kennedy, mm-hmm. and they said, hey. And she's we- like, yeah, sure, I have lots of money for producing Here. a lot of stuff. Here you go. Here's money, money, money. And then the other thing about Willow is there is a sequel to it. There's a trilogy written by Chris Claremont, who I've brought him up a lot on here. He wrote the X-Men for like 20 years. Right. Like he's been like most consistent writer of X-Men ever. After he was off that, he was hired by George Lucas to write a sequel trilogy ah. where in which he kills Mad Mordigan and Sorsha in, like, the first chapter. Nice. <laughs> so it's not a well-regarded trilogy. Okay. And this has nothing to do with oh, it. Ah, gotcha. But, I mean, like, 
My well, po- I would like to read that, see what happens. I would actually, too. I'd be very <laughs> curious, like, just to see how it goes. I mean, someone in one of these reviews said they kind of do take a couple things. Probably stuff like the Bone Reavers. I yeah. That comes from the book. Yeah, probably. Kind of like how uh, Timothy Zahn created um, mm. Thrawn. Mm-hmm. And even though the Thrawn, like, it's kind of been lifted yeah. and they changed his past. It's yeah. kind of probably stuff like that. Um I love Thrawn. But anyway, my, my point is no one was doing the IP of Willow. You can't yeah. ruin the IP no. of Willow. It wasn't, it was there was nothing mo- there. There was no franchise there. Yeah. It was a one movie thing. Yeah. You can't ruin it. No. <laughs> um, but anyway, this one says, bad reviews. This is by Simon. Uh, he says, why are people giving this such bad reviews? Just watch the first episode and it's fun. Dark mm-hmm. characters are here to be dark. The magic is still present. The yeah. script has humor as it should have. Yes. I mean, like I said, it has yeah. all the elements of Willow yes. as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. The characters are just as I'd expect them to be. Mm-hmm. It's get it gets compared to Game of Thrones, but in a bad why? way. Why? It's not okay. I just you guys have to. That's what that's what I'm saying. They're completely the, different fantasies. That's what I'm trying to say with the Beach Boys and fucking Motorhead or whatever. That's like comparing Teletubbies and Sesame Street. Yeah, dude, they're completely different shows. But but not even though that's like it's it's like mm. a, comparing Sesame Street. With Martin Scorsese's Mean Streets. It's like, <laughs> yes, they're both movies, I guess, about streets. You know? <laughs> but they're different things. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. And you can like a thing for what it is. Yeah. Not for, like, well, okay, great. You like Game of Thrones more, but this is Willow. This isn't fucking Game of Thrones. Yeah, exactly. This is Willow. <laughs> it says, I'm glad it's not Game of Thrones. If that's what I wanted to watch, I'd watch it. Exactly. I wanted to watch Willow, and I did. Good. Maybe people expect different things. It's based on Willow. It has <laughs> Willow in it. Yes. If you didn't want to watch Willow, then why turn it on? Exactly. The mix of accent enhances. Didn't Mad Mordigan have an American yes. accent? Yes. Enjoy it for what it is. A good bit of escapism. Yes. I'm going to blow I your... completely agree with this review. I'm going to blow everyone's mind right now. Okay. All those accents yeah. that are in Star Wars yep. and in Willow, mm. guess what? None of those motherfuckers are speaking English anyway. Exactly. We're getting the translated version <laughs> of what... what yeah. Because, like, I remember there was a quote like, um, someone was like, to George Lucas, they were like, why doesn't Luke go to Padme's grave? Why doesn't he right. go to his mother's grave? And George Lucas is like, we could do that, but no one would be able to read what's on the tombstone. Yeah. Because it's not English. Yeah. None of it is English. What Luke is saying is not English. No. The the accents are just there to say, like, this person is from a different region yes. of this galaxy or mm-hmm. world. They're speaking a basic language, but yeah. it's like... It's called basic, I think. Yeah, I think it's called basic because, <laughs> like, why make it difficult? And music is called jizz. I mean, ap- come on, it's simple. <laughs> apparently, everyone who watches these shows is like, there is, like, an Oxford English dictionary <laughs> in Middle Earth. No, motherfuckers. <laughs> we're getting dubs. Yeah, we're getting dubs. <laughs> so, um... What did you think of it? You're, so you're 7 of 10. Yeah, I'm 7 of 10. That doesn't mean I don't like it. 11 of 9. What's her name? 7 of 9. 7 of 9. <laughs> yeah, 7 out of 10. You're 7 of 9. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that doesn't mean I don't like it. Yeah. I mean, I gave Greedfall an 8 out of 10, but I, I play that constantly. Is you it, know, 7, it, seven out, of out of 10 is, isn't a bad thing. 7 out of 10 for a, a pilot episode mm-hmm. is enough to keep you watching. Yeah. And could... It could go either way. It could go either way. It, like, could, it could go up... And, and ratings left, or it could go down. It's left you enough intrigued mm-hmm. that it's like, I can watch another episode yeah. and like maybe episode two is even better. Yeah, because honestly, I'm curious about Graydon. Like I said. And and I really like looking at Borman. 
Mm. There you go. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I can't say that as a man (laughs) to be like, I like looking at those young girls. Yeah, that's gross. That would be gross. That's gross. Yeah, but Borman's not a young man. No, no, Borman's. He's a very handsome man. I don't find younger people attractive at all. I think I think when Sorsha picks up the sword and starts fighting, it's hot as fuck. I that is hot that, as hell, right? Yeah, yeah, that's hot. But um, yeah, I agree with you. I I would give it a seven of ten. Mm-hmm. It's enough. There was a like I said, there's enough mysteries sewed into this. Who are the Gale? What, yeah. Why is he burned? Yeah. You know, Graydon going... is the most interesting character here. Graydon is really <laughs> low, low key. Like he's very low key. Nobody, you don't really notice him all that much. But if you start thinking about all these little things about him, then it's like, wait a second, this dude's these... way more interesting than they're yeah, letting on. Yeah, because like, I mean, like Jade's cool. Like Jade as mm-hmm. a, a a knight. Yeah. And Kit as like a kind of warrior or whatever. Yeah. Like they're cool, but like they're kind of like, okay, I get that archetype. But yeah. Like, I'm like, what's going on with this guy? Every time, yeah. Every time he opens his mouth, every time something new comes out that doesn't fit. And it's like, and I don't know if it's a good thing. I don't know if it's a bad thing. Yeah. I don't know, like. He's quite interesting. Yeah. Like, is he burnt because he knows some kind of weird demonic language and he burned himself? Maybe he's a sorcerer. Did he kill his brother? Yeah. Did he kill his brother? Like I said, there's enough there that I'm like, I want some of these Mm -hmm. answered. Yeah. It's like the best sort of serialized writing. It's like, you're constantly teasing that next chapter and mm-hmm. I, I want to see what happens and like yeah. episode two will probably answer a couple and probably pose some more yep he know? and Borman and Sorsha is what really uh, moved it up from a five out of ten to a seven out of ten yeah just those three characters those alone. three characters yeah see and I don't otherwise I think it was way too middle of the road and kind of boring okay uh, but like for those three characters though I think it really upped it a bit See, I, I don't mind any of the characters. I thought they were all doing their oh, job Oh, I don't well. mind them. I just don't particularly find them interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I got you. Like, yeah. it, 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 you, you don't want to cast of all Luke Skywalker. Yeah, exactly. And that's I mean, kind of what they all are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a big portion of them. Uh, so that, that Joseph Campbell's like uh, myth of the hero or whatever, right. hero's journey. Like, they have to be sort of blank slates a little bit because yeah. you're supposed to be able to put yourself like, in there. Put yourself in their shoes. Yeah, but I'm tired of blank slates. But I don't think Kit is a blank slate though, because no. she's very specifically Mad Mardigan's daughter. Very much so. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. know, so I, 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 I don't know. I did like that they named Eric after Eric. I did too. I was about to bring that up. <laughs> you know, if you know Willow, you know what we're talking about. I liked if Eric. You, if you don't know the movie Willow, you shouldn't be watching this. Yeah, why are show. you even watching this if you don't even like Willow? No, I do think that's weird. If, like, uh, if like kids have never seen the original movie and they're yeah. coming into it from here. Yeah, this is weird. That's a weird jump. This is weird. I mean, they do give you a little background at the beginning. Yeah. But, like, I mean, like, it would be. I think jarring. Yeah. To go from. Oh, and I do want to know what happened to uh, the Nelwyn's hometown. Yeah. It was know. destroyed. I know. I'll give you one spoiler. Okay. Mims is in it. Mims is one of the actors. Mims is his daughter, man. Oh, Mims is his daughter. So his okay. going to show up at some oh, point. Oh, cool. Is she a sorceress? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, this is one of my IMDb right, spoilers. Right, so I was right. like, oh, fuck, Mims is in this. Cool. Cool. This is how Willow I am. I'm like, fucking Mims is in this shit. Mims. <laughs> like, the entire time we were watching the episode. Where's Kaya? Is she dead? Yeah, where the fuck's Kaya? Where's Kaya? Where the hell is Kaya? This is going to break my heart. Yeah, if she's dead, I'm done. He better. Oh, my God. What if he pulls out her hair braids? Oh, oh my, my God. God. That would be great. That would be great. Killing me. No. But the entire time we were watching it, we were like, where's Borman from? Yeah. 
I don't remember him from the original. <laughs> See, and I wonder, like, and now I'm, like, wondering, like, okay, so Mad Mardigan was supposed to be in this. What role would he have played? Would he have played... Borman. A- See, I'm wondering if he should have been Borman, but then why would he be in jail? I guess they had to repurpose. Because, because like, Sorcerer likes him in jail. You know how she likes him chained up. They liked each other a lot. Yeah. They had a real good yeah. rapport going yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, uh, overall, I would greenlight Willow. Oh, hell yeah. But I, with the caveat... A, you should probably like Willow first. Like yeah, you should probably just be expecting lighthearted if you, uh, fantasy. Yeah, and it's very much of the... I think it does... I know the Disney... It's very much 1980s fantasy where it's not exactly all about rape. Yeah, there's, I, <laughs> I have no doubt there will be zero rape yeah. in the Disney <laughs> Plus fantasy yeah. show. Zero. I think it's pretty safe for yeah. the little ones yeah. in terms of that. I think it's a good little adventure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you should like Willow. Mm-hmm. If you're expecting Game of Thrones, go away. Yeah. If you, I think what it, one thing it did do well with the, a lot of complaints with the Disney Plus shows are it's one big movie. Yeah. It could be treading a little bit yeah. into that territory I think it did better than most in terms mm-hmm. of having, like, a, a an episode. Right. Like, it had an ending to yeah. it. But, um, oh, and just be ready for that, uh, be ready for that uh, theme song at the end. Like, nothing. It's awesome. <laughs> nothing, nothing prepares nothing, you for that. It's very say, jarring. Even us saying this now <laughs> is not going to prepare you no. for what happened. No. <laughs> it's nuts. <laughs> and I was like, I like it, though. It's like somebody's teenage daughter got to choose the theme music at the end. <laughs> it was it's like funny. her birthday gift. Like, yeah, you get to pick the. Theme well, this song. is my favorite song, so yeah, this is what we're going else. with. Uh, but anyway, so next week, oh, I'm just I closed my thing. So let's just say Piloting the Pilots comes out on Tuesday. Yeah. You can find us if you're listening to us. You mm-hmm. probably found us. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, Piloting the pilots at gmail.com. Email us. Talk to us. Tell us your quiz results, what mythical monster you are. I always want to hear about your quiz results. Yeah. Uh, I want to hear other people's opinions of Willow, Mm. um, whether it works, especially if you're a fan of. If you're a fan of Willow. You have to be a fan of Willow. If you're not a fan of Willow, don't bother. What are you even doing? Yeah, if you didn't like the movie, you're not going to like this show. Yeah, what are you even doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, I'd like to hear those responses. Mm-hmm. Next week, we are going to circle back. We're going to do Blood and Treasure. Oh, are we? Okay. Unless cool. you want to do something else. No, no, I'm good. Or we just do holiday romances. No. We're going to talk about holiday romances. Yeah, but we will because we're watching them for lunch. <laughs> because we gave up on Andor. We're like <laughs> two episodes away from the end of Andor, and you're like, do we have to watch this anymore? Like, <laughs> I think, and I've been seeing like memes and shit of like the last episode. Yeah. So I, I'm already kind of spoiled of right. what happens. And I'm like, that could be interesting. I feel so bad because so many of my friends love it. And I, and it's just I, not. And I want to love it too. Yeah. You know, so that we can carry on a conversation and stuff. But I, I just can't get into I mean, it. The, it's a lot like Pokemon. I want to be able to get into it. I want to love it, but I just don't get it. I, I find, it's like, I feel justified in our feelings for it because I do see quite a few people be like, look, guys, I keep giving Andor a chance yeah. and it's just not working for me. Yeah. Um, and then I've seen people say it's not working for me, but I kept watching it, and it's like, I like it now, but I don't love it. Like, right. Like, I just don't understand. It just hasn't hit me in any kind of emotional way. I don't get it. I I don't understand what people are getting out of it that, like, I'm missing. I feel like I got FOMO over it. Like, I feel like I'm missing out (laughs) on something with it. Because people, 
the people who love it love it. Yeah. And I love Star Wars, so I feel yeah. like I should love it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But like, I just don't. <laughs> and I love Rogue One. Yeah, I loved Rogue, Rogue One. Rogue One's one of my favorite like yeah. new Star Wars movies. Oh yeah, I love it. It just does not work for I me. I love how they all die at the end. It's fucking awesome. Hell yeah. And then Darth Vader comes in that tunnel. Oh god. Yeah. So nice. <laughs> Aaron Snipes are Borman. <laughs> are Darth Vader murdering people. Kraken. <laughs> Kraken. Uh, anyway. I think you see where I'm going with this. <laughs> but anyway, we're, <laughs> we are going to watch Blood and Treasure next week, mm-hmm. and hopefully, I'll feel a little better mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know, be smarter or something. Hopefully you're I'm always better. smart, and you're always awesome. Oh, thank you. But you, you know, awesome ill. Too can't help you there <laughs> you are awesome and i love you i love you oh tell the people we've been together nearly 20 years i don't want to tell them that <laughs> we've been together nearly 20 years can you believe it i've owned him that long You've owned me. <laughs> <laughs> i keep him chained in the basement <laughs> that's a crazy, it's how it should be that's crazy that's crazy i'm not even that old anyway uh talk to you later love you bye, love you, bye.